Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, you're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. We're off to a great start, and we will be. We're going to flow for you for three hours. Ain't nothing going to mess with us on a Friday, especially when you got news. Like I heard this morning from Ryan Windhorse, we will get to that. Grizzlies rally, get their second summer league win in three games. Uh, beat Utah, we'll get into what it means, who looked good, who did not, all of that. Here's who looked good, John's man, Paolo Bancaro, last night uh, against Jabari Smith, by the way, to open up Vegas Summer League. Uh, Paolo Bancaro looked excellent, 17 points, four rebounds, six assists for the Orlando Magic in a win over the Houston Rockets. We will get into that as well. Excited about the show today and our guests that is John's job, though. John, good to see you. Brad Carson, good to see you as well. Excited. Feeling good on a Friday. Yeah, no, it's uh, we got some very, very good news, right? We got some really, really good news. That's the first thing on John Moran. I don't want it to... Uh, I don't want it to come off as the, it's it's bad news because I did sort of tweet this out before the show started. We do have some really, really good news that you will love to hear here momentarily um, that has not been picked up, right? Like, you, that's one of the things that's oh, about to get picked up. Uh, you know, the, you, the aggregation. But uh, we do have Ryan Silverfield, Memphis football coach, coming on at 11.25. He's putting on a women's clinic, which as a you know father of a daughter, I absolutely love. You know, what's better than going to watch some football and learn about football and see the inner workings uh, than with Memphis Tiger football. He's so been heavily attended, too, yes, from what I understand. We'll talk to Ryan Silverfield about that, but we'll also get his thoughts on hiring Brady White as a GA. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the, the ever-changing landscape of college sports and where Memphis fits into that and where, you know, what, what as the Memphis football coach can you do? Do you say, do you think in times like this, right? So we'll get that perspective from Ryan Silverfield at 11.25. Then at one twenty-five, Mr. Keep It Real is going to join us. All right. Brevin Knight. Been too long. Been too long. Appreciate it. Get his thoughts on Summer League. Grizzlies do get the dub. They do get the cover against a terrible Utah. I mean, they were killing the Grizzlies there for a minute. They were. But they're bad. They're just a bad team. And the Grizzlies not only win, they cover as well. Like we told you they were going to do here on the show yesterday. Summer League, we are in our bags over here. Uh, and now it's on to Vegas, baby. It's on to Vegas to uh, prove yourselves against the best of the best. So you got Detroit, you got Oklahoma City again. 
Um, there was one other team that that uh, I, I had my eye on, but maybe Orlando. Ooh, maybe it is Orlando, right? Or RJ Hampton and that thing. They're going to be heard from. So uh, we'll get into all that with Brevin Knight at 125. I, it's been a minute since I've seen you that excited about RJ. Brought back some old memories. Well, there. we can I, shine. RJ Hampton we, we in that shine. thing. We can shine. Right. Orlando's got a good team. This is our time right here. Yeah, needs it, to be. I, I don't think your boy those playing. Uh, Suggs. Yeah. Did I see him with the, like he had thinning hair last No, night. Suggs doesn't need to play. Suggs is. He's coming off injury or something. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't need to play. No, I'm just saying. I'm just, when I'm weighing how good that team's going to be, he's not him not being there is a fact. Well, anyway, we're going to all that with Brevin Knight at 125. And we're also going to ask him about the news that we're about to discuss, um, which for Memphis. Uh, and anybody listening and anybody in the city of Memphis um, is is fantastic news. And it's symbolic news, honestly, uh, earlier today. And, and our, this is really your story to tell, right? It's not really my story to tell because I wasn't watching. Well, you, well, this is a case where my loyalty to get up, a fantastic show on ESPN in the morning is paying dividends, apparently. Uh, and not just for me, John, like it has for a few years now, but now in this case for all of the city of Memphis. Brian Windhorst today in a segment late in Get Up. Uh, had an interesting tidbit about John Morant's contract. Again, at the end of a segment, been talking about Kevin Durant and everything else, so I'm assuming that's why it was sort of buried and hasn't been picked up. Mm -hmm. But he pointed out that after looking at John Morant's contract, seeing the details, there's a fine detail in there that could be great news, is great news, he didn't say could be, for Memphis fans. And that detail is, John, unlike most of the uh, uh, young players on max extensions who have reached the level he's at, Jason Tatum's, Lucas, Trey Young's. Unlike those guys, he did not include a fifth-year player option in his max extension. Wow! Therefore, giving the Grizzlies the control for the five years. Do you do you see what the, the difference there? So, so what's he essentially said? I'm giving you guys the control in an era where players are looking for more control, especially players of his ilk. Right, you want that fifth year option, so you've got control of your career. Hey, you need to get out. You can you can opt on out. That's what the league has been. John Moran is saying, "No, I'm committed to Memphis. I'm in for five years. I don't need the player option." How about that? Wendy pointed out how great that is for Memphis fans, for everybody else. That obviously in a small market, especially, you want to keep your superstars. Well, here's John Moran, not just talking, but showing his commitment level to Memphis. Oh God, once again, how about that? Now we come into your presence with expectancy in our hearts. God, we know you're going to bless that us. That ain't just talking it, John. So That's walking it, man. And we get yeah, so again, Brian Windhorst reported on Get Up today that there is no video. Man, it feel like we in church for real. Praise and worship. Now, this is this is symbolic. Exactly. Is it not? It, it, it's uh, and you can and you can sort of ride this low, Brad. I mean, I do think we can, you know, we can def- definitely celebrate here. And the spirit there after that news, gentlemen. But what what it really means is, John Morant trusts the Grizzlies. That's what it means. That that is the implication by not insisting on, you know, the look. By the way, it would not have made John Morant a villain. If he got a fifth year player no, it's, option, it's, it's what every player of his caliber is doing. It would be days. expected, right? You know. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it. You Again, know, Tatum did it. Luca did it. Trey did it. You 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 do that so you've got the control. And that, it, let's be real, the LeBrons, the KDs, all of that have sort of that's been the way, and that's what these young guys want is the control in their careers. Uh, it's sort of going against the grain 
to give your team the, the to give them the control, quite frankly. And in this case, you know, all of the control you haven't included that option. Yeah. So that that's the difference is you're showing your commitment to it. Josh said he's all about Memphis, he's all about the Grizzlies, everything else. When you do this, as your point, it's symbolic. You're walking the walk. You know, not just talking it. Now, uh, interestingly enough, you we were sort of looking into this across the league. Zion just signed a max contract. And he also has no player option. Now, what's interesting is that's already made news yes. down there, obviously. Now, his, you would say, with that relationship, right, with that organization, wow. Because, again, at one point you figured it was strained. That's good news, obviously, for New Orleans that there's no option there, that that, that end year that Zion could opt out. That, that's been the report. That's great news for New Orleans. You wouldn't expect it to be the same situation because what have we said? That when you listen to Ja talk about Memphis and his trust level in the front office, it hadn't felt necessarily like the same level for Zion and his trust there. Yep. But Zion apparently did not include it in his either. For him, again, I'm thinking in his case, what you thinking? Again, you, you must feel really good about the situation in New Orleans now. You know, John, maybe he gave that to him as part of his deal. Listen, I I, I didn't show up last year, whatever it is. Yep. But, yes, uh, uh, I would say almost strangely it's not included in his. Um, but we knew John Morant was committed to the Grizzlies. This this essentially shows it. Yeah. You're smiling over there. I mean, I, it, 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 it's like you just have this instinct, in, you know, as a traumatized Memphis sports fan, right, that even when you get something good, you're not going to have it for very long mm-hmm. or, or, or something's going to happen that, that changes the course of how it's supposed to go. Like, John Morant feels like the first time that in Memphis sports we've gotten something amazing, yeah. and it's gone perfectly. Like, not only is he here, not only is he, you know, the Grizzlies are winning, uh, overachieving, he is saying he's not holding the Grizzlies over a barrel, you know? I mean, we've seen superstars do that time and time and time again, especially in small markets. It's, all, it's the blue, almost the blueprint now. He's saying, look, I'm rolling with you guys. Like, we're in lockstep. I am in full, like, total belief behind you guys, your decisions that you're making, the guys you're surrounding me with. You know, like, that's – look, at any point, as we've seen in the league, a guy – a contract doesn't matter. Kevin Durant has four years left on his deal, and he's still getting – you know, he's going to get traded almost certainly. But he's still not been traded. Right. Well, in, in that case, because he's locked in, they've got all the, the Nets have. That's the exactly leverage. right. Right. That's exactly, and 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 they may get to a point where they go back to him and say, "We can't do it, man." Mm-hmm. And what's he going to do? No, I, I'll say this: we're, we're talking about how great it is for Memphis and the commitment level, the loyalty it shows on Jaws' part to get this done. If you're a front office, to get his caliber of player on a deal that doesn't have a fifth year option in it, again, that that's a hell of a job by the front office. This is what I would ask, though. And, and you guys tell me, maybe you've got a, a, an answer for me that can help me. If you are the Grizzlies front office, why are you not leaking this news out locally, right? So that it gets out, you you further endear, it, it, it shows the great job on your part, but you further endear Ja to Memphis by right. saying, look at this guy's commitment level to us. You know what I'm saying? Why, why was this buried at the end of a wind horse segment? He's looking at it nationally, and, and I put that on the Grizzlies' front office. you you got to let folks know when you've got news like this, but this is not how they operate, yep. and, and, and we know that. But, but, again, I would ask the question, why not give this news out locally so that, again, the word is spread here? Not 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 wait until 11 o'clock on our show, and, hey, it's great for us on, on, on this day. But, but that's my point. Why would you not release that news? Looks good on you yes. as a front office to get a deal done yes. with a second-team All-NBA guy with no fifth-year option? 
and it looks great for Ja. It further endears him to this community. What? That, that's why that, that baffles me. Just no as doubt. a former guy, that former beat writer, that would be like. Dude, why don't you? You know, why don't we have this? Yes, you guys should be leaking this news. Uh, well, I mean, look, I, I you agree should be with releasing that. this news. I, I agree with that. I mean, that's a totally different side of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I question. But, but it is but like again, you, it's, it, a, it's a it's a strategic choice. You give them the credit for doing it, and you just wonder what's this thing? You know, buried right? You know, at the end of some national report, and not right, like, out, and like, not out in the you know. Like I think if you or me were running the working organization, we'd be wanting to like you know trumpet this out, like hey, 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 hey. exactly. You know, like look, 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 because me and you would look good on well, this. That's what it, David Griffin did to the point, right? David Griffin told, again, the media that Zion didn't have the fifth-year option. Why? Because that looks good for the front office. Well, and it just, it, it, it makes your franchise more attractive. And you're locked in. All of it. All, you know? Exactly. Like, and look, it, our guys want to play here. And in that case, you can see the reason why you do it as a front office. Again, I'm not, I, I, I'm saying in the same breath, great job on getting the deal done for sure. with no fifth-year option for a player like Job. Didn't quite stick the landing. But, bro, yeah. trumpet it out. Yeah. Let, the, let the people know. Right. You know, that's... No, that, I agree. It's the messaging, but that's you know that's kind of how they are. You know that's kind of how they operate. And again, I suppose some will say, "Well, y'all, y'all, you know, you're praying, praise and worship. You're doing all this, and, and it's one year we're talking about here." But it, again, it, it's bigger than that because it's symbolic. It shows yes. you. You said it best: the trust level he's got right now in that front office, and it shows you how comfortable he is in Memphis with this organization. To so I mean, not include that again in an era where, in an era where players want more control, Jai's giving that up, and so. You know, again, he's given you five years. What you got? Six now with yep. what's left. Six years. Hey, let, let's go win a championship. That's essentially what he's saying. And I'm giving you guys all the all the power, all the control. Because right, so I trust. You. It's like the Ravens would say, right? Big trust. Big trust. Now, now I will say, I think Brad might have gotten, and I think I did too, pump faked on the on the on the music here because you think it's over, right? I learned this today. You think it's over? You think it's coming to a cr- crescendo? But it never ends. Praise and worship. No, no. The song no. never ends. No, no, no. It, it's not. So if you no, we're not getting out of church at noon today, John. It, it, keeps, it keeps on. It picks back up and yeah, keeps like, on like, going. Like, yeah, yeah, it'll fool you. It'll throw you off. I see what you're getting. Yeah, in church when that when that praise and worship song sounds like it's at the end, but well, it's like actually not chorus. at the end. It picks back up. Look, exactly. It stop. It pauses and throws you off. Well, look, white church. Let's just call it what it is. White church. You know, there's like Be a there's a very uh, there's a very clear end, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a very clear end. Benediction. You know, and then everybody sits down. Now, is this go- part of what intimidates you about black church? There is no doubt about it. I've asked you to come to church, and you haven't come. This is part of why. Because you're scared. You're scared you're not going to recognize, hey, when the song's over or not. You're scared of the collection plate. Right. It's the tradition. Well, and I'm also not a very, like, active participant. You know, I kind of like to just slide in and but, well, slide we, out. But we allow that as well. Okay, but it doesn't feel like that mm-hmm. when I hear songs like this. But you think everybody's going to be looking at you. Well, I don't brother, know about that. Brother, I mean, just, I just we just praise and work. We think just, about, we think about God. Okay, and that's the thing. That's See, our, but that, so, I, I'm going to feel like I'm not doing. I'm not like meeting the moment. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't stand up and do that. You know, I kind of just sit there and observe There's and a lot listen of people and that reflect. Don't stand up. You won't. You won't be by yourself. This is a blessing. It, I mean, there's John has blessed us. Nice find. That makes my well, Friday. Well, I'm just happy I was watching Good Up like I always do. Because, again, I, I, I'm looking up. I'm, I, I'll be honest with you. Windhorse says this, confirms it to us this morning, by the way. John got him to confirm So that old Jason's ears want to make sure those were all cleared out. Got it confirmed by when he left. But, but I, I'm looking around on Twitter. John Morant, fifth-year option, no fifth-year there, There's no news of it anywhere. No. I, I couldn't believe it. And, again, that's why I go back to front office, who typically, let's be real, just set that. When news comes out, who breaks it? Woj. Right. Right? Yep. And that's the way this front office is operated. And, and I'll it's be not, honest. And, it's they, not always from the Grizzlies. They sort of stick Grizzlies. to the plan, man. In fairness, it's probably not always from the Grizzlies side. I mean, he probably does Agent have. Agent side. Yeah, I mean, there's two sides to that. 
Well, you know. and in New Orleans' case, right. David Griffin said it. Front yeah. office said it that, jo- that that Zion has no fifth year. That's you know, it can be done that way. Yes, is the point. That said, set it to the side. John Morant's well, going to be it, it, for, for the foreseeable future. It, it's painting a picture, right? It, it paints a, a a great picture of John Morant. Is, it's look, it's one thing, and I heard Gary make this point, and it's very true. Like it's one thing to go to Vegas Summer League. Everybody's at Vegas Summer League. Who yeah. doesn't want to go to Vegas Summer League? That's easy. I'm going to Vegas Summer League. John went to Salt Lake City to support that team. You know, and like that is not required. That is not important. That he goes to Salt Lake City. It's not important that he goes to Vegas, but what he is clearly saying and showing, both with his attendance and Salt. Because, dude, if I was him, I would be the fir- the last place I would want to be in the world in Ju- in July is Salt Lake City, right? Mm-hmm. He is showing that I'm committed to my teammates. I'm committed to this front office. I'm committed to this community, and and he's going to be down for Memphis for at least. The next six years, and I don't see any reason why, given the trajectory of this franchise, why it would go sour, why it would go south. I mean, everything right now is pointing up. Um, so I, I really do. I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a hellacious development for Memphis. And, and again, like it, he was signed up for for the next five, but it's it's just there's a certain undertone to it, right? Which 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 paints a picture of complete rock solid belief in the direction of this franchise, and not talking, right, but showing. And that is true leadership, and that is true, um, you know, belief. So I, I think that's what that's what today's news means. That's that's what not having an option in that contract means, is that no matter what, I am in the trenches with the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't just, I don't just talk it. Mm-hmm. I walk it. Because you got, I mean, to be honest with you, you got no idea where this thing's going to be in five years. We'd like to think it's going to be this straight five, six years. It's going to be this straight upward trajectory, and and you'll build and and by that time be a championship level team. There's no promise of that. So the fact that you've got him now for six, no matter what, right? Again, you don't have that fifth year option. It's just it, it's it's absolutely great news uh, for the Grizzlies. Again, we're talking about one year, but it's bigger than that. It's the faith he has right now in the front office and the commitment level, and he. Sh- Frankly, he's shown it since the time that he got here, right? Uh, in, in a, again, in a day and age where it feels like, okay, some of these guys, they graduate from summer league, right? Especially guys like Ja, who have moved on now so quickly in their career, you don't need to be at Salt Lake City, right? You could, hell, we'd be lucky sometimes if you're coming in those last couple of days of Vegas. You're right, in everything he does, almost in every choice when it comes to his matters with this team and dealings, when, it, when, 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 they're, when they're involved, they're doing something, he's, he's there, yep. right? Because what? Yep. Because in every aspect, uh, he's tied in. He's fully tied in, and this shows it even more. Embedded, so. for real. And, uh, look, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't dare make a prediction because, you know, NBA is you know, it's an ever-evolving league, but it just suggests that, like, there's a better than, you know, I don't know what the number is, but it just feels like there's a real chance that he like plays his entire career. Well, you here. see that you see that everything that Dallas just did for for Luca in the sense that they moved on from new, new coach. You go over to kid, everything else. You're, you're moving guys based on who Luca likes and who he doesn't like, and yet even still, Luca's got that fifth year option in there. Why? Because yeah, I trust you right now, but who knows where we're going to be? And I've reached a level of my career where I command that kind of control. I can get that kind of control. Here's Ja in the same spot. Right, this it's saying, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you all the way through. You know, Dallas has done everything that Luca's asked essentially, and yet it's good business in this case, in Luca's case, for, uh, when you're talking about control and money to put the fifth year option in. Josh throwing out good business 
you know, what, what could be control for him, everything else, saying, no, what, what's more important to me right now yep. is my commitment level to the, to the Grizzlies. Absolutely. So that, that's the best way we can break it down for you. Yeah, so really representative of, uh, of how, he, how he feels, no doubt about it, which is great news for uh, the Memphis Grizzlies and for this city. No two ways around. All right, we'll come back. Ryan Silverfield is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about Memphis football, get his thoughts on the college sports landscape, what he's got coming up, get his thoughts on Seth Hennigan, who's now – Obviously entrenched there as a starter. So getting all that with him on the other side. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. This baseball season, you can turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Uh, what does that mean? That means you can bet $500 on your first bet. If you lose, you'll get that $500 back. Uh, $750, up to $1,000. It's a great deal you're not going to find anywhere else. Just sign up using the promo code JSmith. Place your first bet, and FanDuel's going to give you up to $1,000 again back in free bets if if you don't win, again, that promo code is JSMITH. What I love about FanDuel Sportsbook is they're always hooking you up like this. Great promotions every day. You'll love the app. It's safe and secure. Even an old man like me can figure it out. Get paid fast, too. When you win, you'll have that winning those winnings in your account quick. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Again, sign up using the promo code JSmith. It's only on FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. I'm Michael Jenkins helping you beat the books with BetQL. Totals are sometimes a tough play with an ace pitcher going for one team, but BetQL has a play even with the Rays' Shane McClanahan on the mound versus the Reds. With the Tampa Bay Bats coming alive scoring six or more runs in five of their last six and facing a terrible Cincinnati bullpen. Even if McClanahan shuts down the Reds, the Rays' bat should do enough damage to push the total to the over. So even with the Cy Young favorite on the hill, BetQL considers the over a solid... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ryan Silverfield is the University of Memphis football coach. He's got a big year coming up, and next week he's got a a workshop for the ladies. The Memphis Football Women's Clinic next week. He joins us now. Coach Silverfield, how you doing, man? What's going on, guys? Y'all doing all right? Yes, sir. Uh, As men... Can me and Jason attend the women's clinic? Uh, no. That's, uh, it's limited to just the uh, wonderful female Tiger fans, and it's actually going to be a blast next Friday night. Uh, tons of giveaways, open bar, food, uh, prizes, football fundamentals. It's going to be a blast. So uh, it'd be 
next Friday night. People can go and sign up online. Uh, but our, our women's clinic, you and, and you two fools, will not be seen around this complex anywhere. I will. Uh, I will. I will send my wife and uh, young daughter. We'll get. Uh, we'll get. We'll get young Riley. You know, uh, in tune with with Memphis football. I actually, I think it's great. What did you do this last year? Were you able to do it last year? Well, you know, with the pandemic, we right. didn't. But is it? I already know that Riley is a better athlete than you. So uh, please send her. She is maybe an early scholarship offer. Um, Love but, it. Yeah, this is something we, we, we tried to do in the past, and, you know, obviously during the pandemic and different times, um, we weren't able to do it. But, you know, I think it's a wonderful opportunity. Uh, we're going to teach, you know, plays. We're going to go through our scheme. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have a player panel. Uh, we're going to go in the indoor and do some drills. So it's a full night of fun. Uh, it'll be an absolute blast. Hey, I hear Brady White's coming back, or at least there's a report out there, a sourced report. Can you speak to that? Coming back as a graduate assistant, is that official enough yet, Coach? Yes, sir, that's okay. official enough. Uh Young Brady's getting married tomorrow, wow. uh, and then he's gonna. I told him his honeymoon is back in Memphis, getting to work as a wow. You're putting him to work. You're also not even kidding, by the way. Like you were dead ass serious when you said that. See you next Monday. <laughs> that's exactly right. I said, "Do you want to fly back with me after the wedding?" Because you got work. To do. <laughs> uh, no, but it's exciting. Obviously, we know what how much Brady meant to this program, uh, not only as a player but as an individual in our community and. You know, we've had the discussions. You know, I'm, I'm pleased with him. Obviously, I want him to continue to be able to pursue whatever football opportunities are for him as a player. But he'd always told me, you know, when the opportunity comes, he'd love to coach with us and, and continue to be a part of this program. And obviously, the young man meant the world to me and so many that he was around. And then, uh, you know, to be able to get back, he's going to be a fantastic young coach. And ready to add him back to the fold. Yeah, I, was gonna, I mean, Seth knows the he, he knows the system now, and he certainly performed outstanding for you as a freshman last year. But I got to imagine having Brady around him, around your whole quarterback room, for you know, locked in at this point. How much can it help? Yeah, absolutely. You know, look, we've got a young quarterback room, yeah, um, and that that's the reality of it. You know, the only guy that's <laughs> that probably shaves in that room is a guy named Ryan Glover, who's the uh, grad transfer we added from Cal. Other than that, we got a bunch of young. Men and you know Brady was a guy that uh, was mature beyond his years, but also older than a lot of college quarterbacks. So I think just having a a guy uh, that will be in there with them on a day to day, and you know, plus as an offensive graduate assistant, right? Brady will be able to help out the wide receivers with the route concepts. Yep. Um, just kind of be a hands on guy that's able to coach on the field and, and give back to the program that he loves so much as well. What do you uh, What do you want to see from from Seth? Entrenched now as a starter after the the transfer of Grant Gannell going into a sophomore season after a very promising freshman campaign. Um, what what is the next level for Seth and his development look like? Yeah, I think it's just to continue to limit some of the turnovers. I think you know last season he had three pick sixes. Um, you know, and and those can be detrimental. Obviously, look, turnovers are going to happen. You don't want a robot out there that's overthinking things. But I think naturally, what happens. John is going into a second year of a quarterback, whether it's right a rookie in the NFL or a freshman and a sophomore year of college, a true freshman, as now all of a sudden the game's going to slow down a little bit more. He's not thinking about the play concept. Okay, hey, on, on this mesh concept, I got to read one to two. Okay, now the, and, 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 you know, you're processing in your mind as the plays occur, whereas now hopefully it just naturally happens where it's just a, a feel for it. He's been in those situations, right? Okay, here comes the blitz, seeing things a little bit better. Um, putting the offense in better situations. Uh, he'll be the first to admit there's a lot to fix from last year, but you're exactly right. It's a promising uh, young career. 
and he knows what he needs to do. But, you know, I think those steps in that direction, right, limit the turnovers, continue to put the offense uh, in good situations. I'll tell you what, this new Astro Tour field, it looks outstanding, Coach. It had been since 2012, our last upgrade on the field? Yes, sir. Yeah, so, you know, the, the, the they say the life expectancy of a, a field turf field is about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, look, we you know, we appreciate everything that uh, – Simmons Bank, let me make sure I say this right so I don't get fined. Simmons Bank, Liberty Stadium. You got it. Uh, field, exactly. Is, uh, you know, it was time for an upgrade. And, uh, you know, Mayor Strickland and the city have done a great job and, uh, and those involved of seeing what the needs were. And that was a need. Uh, but it does look beautiful, right? It's a, it's a brighter green. It almost yes. looks like a new place. So it's really a show, uh, not only for our fans, but, you know, on ESPN and all those games. You know, we, we had uh... – Former Memphis football coach Tommy West on the show many years ago, and he told he told a story about how he would be in his office, and you know he would always ask, he would always want upgrades, he would always want you know this, that, the other facilities, and and he would always be told no, and he'd be in his office, and he would hear above him, you know, the Memphis basketball, basketball. coach having carpet put down in their office, and you know, new flooring. Um, how much different has your experience been? I mean, obviously, we know that the investment level and the commitment level to Memphis football has drastically been transformed. Do you feel pretty good about when you want something, when you have your sight set on something, that you're getting that support? Yeah, first off, Coach West is a uh, class act, and I've heard some of those stories, and I, I don't mean to laugh, but he laughs at him now because we are so fortunate. We've come such a long ways. And credit to the administration, like I always say, credit to those coaches that came before me that uh, poured in, and the teams and the players, right? I mean, that's everybody's hard work and sacrifices to get these things uh, to be top-level facilities is great, right? You talk about the indoor, right, the new turf at the Liberty Bowl, uh, the stadium upgrades. All these things are, you know, people would have said 10 years ago, no way. And we even have guys on our roster, right, going in year five here that have been, you know, alongside me this whole time and, like, the coach is a different place. And you try to even show, like, every year I'll show the team, hey, this is what it looked like five years ago. And, and they're like, no way. And you just kind of constantly show them uh, the things we'll be able to. But it's it's great support by the administration. We've got so many boosters uh, in this great community that want to give to the football program, that want to be a part of this stuff. Uh, and that's what's so great about it is, you know, the people want to be involved. And so I feel very fortunate. Obviously, you guys know in college football it's an arms race, right, the ever-changing days of – are you, are you getting money for uh, – you want new iPads for your players? You want NIL money? What are you trying to get it? How do you keep pushing forward to keep up with the Joneses? There's a lot that, that within that that I want to yeah. touch on. Getting harder and harder to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> <laughs> like, like how difficult – because like we, we have to face realities, right? Like you're not at Alabama. You're at Memphis. So there – you know, is there a is there like how do you prioritize that? Because you know your you know your resources unfortunately are not unlimited. So how do you prioritize? You know what parts of keeping up with the Joneses that you want to like? Keep, you know what I mean? Like there's sectors within that. So as a head coach, how do you sort of go through that and determine? All right, this is what I really need to have versus I can live without this. Yeah, I think what's happened is our facilities are a point where you feel pretty comfortable right now. you got to constantly be doing things to uh, make them better. But now, you know, John and Jason, what, the thing I've done is I've looked back, okay, what can help us on a day-to-day and really benefit our student-athletes? You know, new graphics on the wall, does that benefit our student-athletes right now? Uh, not sure. So maybe that gets pushed a little to the side for something that, hey, Oh, here's a recovery tool, right? A Normatec machine to help their legs recover. 
after a strenuous workout. Maybe that's more important, you know, um, is putting up banners in the indoor uh, necessarily going to help us win a championship? I'm not sure. But maybe adding this monitor that we can use for practice replay can help us on a day-to-day to help us win games, uh, to help ben our, benefit our guys. So kind of look at those things, and that's kind of how I put them in order right now. Now, obviously, the more money we're able to raise, the more bells and whistles you can do with the things you have. But I, I look at what really affects our guys on the day-to-day um, and it allows us to be able to go out there and compete at the highest level for a championship. How closely do you follow the you know conference realignment news every day? Stuff that can clearly at some point going to have a going to have an effect on you. And obviously, you know you love the conference you're in, know, know everything there. But um, just how closely are you watching the news? Which there seems to be like like some new report every day, Coach. Jason, I think you asked that exact same question a year ago. We probably did, man. No, which is good. He's consistent. I love it because it's it's an ongoing deal, right? And that's the reality. It's no different. You remember, uh, really, guys, during the pandemic, two and a half, three years ago, really, uh, you guys had said, hey, how often do you pay attention to these teams that are you know, not playing football or canceling games and, and moving, you know, and can't, the Pac-12 canceling their season, those things. Um, and, you know, it's the same deal. I can control what I can control. Uh, very pleased with our conference. Obviously, we want to compete at the highest level. Uh, make no bones about it. The university, um, our football program, our athletics department, um, wants to achieve at the highest level possible. And what that looks like in the short term, uh, our goal is to go out there and win an AAC championship. What that means in the long term, uh, the chips will fall where they are. But we're doing everything we can um, to work ourselves, our university. Uh, you just talk about the Cardi status, Cardi One status, right? The, the facility upgrades, uh, the championship caliber teams we're putting on display, uh, graduation rates, all those things are important for some of these other conferences. We're certainly um, displaying ourselves at a high level. There'll be an attractive deal uh, as this shell game and these moving parts continue. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon, right? And when I say change anytime soon, be settled. You know, no one can sit there and say, I don't think anybody woke up and said, well, well I bet USC and uh, UCLA tomorrow are going to go in the Big Ten and think that Rutgers and UCLA are going to have a great tennis match, you know, across the country uh, and paying for sports doing that stuff. So, Do you, you know, one of the things I always, you know, especially uh, as the program started, the, the worm started to turn back in 2014, 2015 under Justin Fuente and, and on from Mike Norvell to you, Oh, one of the things I would always say is I don't think the the perception of Memphis football has caught up to the reality of Memphis football. People sort of have this this image of Memphis because for a long time, like they weren't doing what they're doing now. They weren't putting guys in the NFL as consistently. They weren't winning conference championships. Um, do do you feel like just in terms of the conversations that you have, do you feel like the perception has caught up to the reality, or do you still think there's there's a ways to go there? No, I do believe it has. I mean, I think we've got a national brand, and I think people respect uh, our football program, right? And you're right. Was it the the same perception 10 years ago, even when we first got here? Uh, No. But, you know, every day that's part of doing those things. I think part of it is, obviously, you you know, your wins and losses are going to dictate a lot of that, right? They all go out there and win games um, and compete for championships. That's the key. But then also, okay, people are going to see these stadium upgrades. People are going to see what they're doing, um, and, and that's so important. And we're a unified vision as an athletic department and a university. I think that helps us uh, push our case forward. So I do think we're a national brand. I do think people now 
uh, give us the respect. I mean, if you don't think so, try scheduling some of these teams out of conference that we're trying. I mean, I'm trying to call every team in state, hey, play us, anybody play us, and it's, uh, it's hard to get some of these games. I was that was legitimately about to go there, Coach, because uh, I do I do recognize like I I wouldn't play Memphis like if I was an SEC school, why the hell would I do that? We 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 all saw what y'all did to Mississippi State last year. Yet you got Arkansas, you got Boise State home and home starting next season. Um, I believe you know I mean you've you've, you've got some good like it does feel like even within that you've done a pretty good job of getting games that people care about, and, and that's the challenge, right? Like. It, you don't. It just wanted to be the AAC Invitational. Like you want to go out and give you know your home fans a great game. But it does feel like. I mean, are you proud of some of the games that you have been able to get? Yeah. Look, it's. I get every fan. Hey, why don't you guys get a home and home with Alabama? Okay. Well, you call Coach Saban up and see if he'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, not not that doesn't work that easily, right? And you can say, well, why don't we play? People say all the time, why don't you play Tennessee? Why don't you play Vanderbilt? Believe me, we we make calls, and um, and that's just part of it. I think a lot of teams. That, um, you know, Boise runs in the same deal, right? Who, who wants to go out and play Boise, yep. you know, and play on that blue turf, a home and home with them? So uh, the reality of it is, is, is some of these teams change conferences too. It's do they really want to step in that fire of hopefully playing a, a very good Memphis football program? So um, it, it, it's, but I am proud and pleased uh, with our athletic administration working together to try to plan out some of these games. People said, well, you're playing Boise 2030 and 2031. That seems so far fetched. Well, Look, it'll be here before you know it, and then also, if you'll get on the horn and, and get a game with them uh, in the next two years, a home and home. I think that's great, right? That adds excitement uh, to be able to get the Arkansas deal, right? A, a home, home, and then a neutral site game. You know, look, we're for all for it, and we want to play the best schedule we can. And whatever's attractive to our fan base is probably going to be pretty darn good for us as a program. And then uh, I wanted to ask you about this. David Deals here, former lo- longtime NFL player, here as an offensive analyst. Any other uh, former NFL guys you plan on adding before the season starts, Coach? Hey, yeah, I mean, uh, who, who you guys got in mind? Y'all got anybody we should add? Maybe I can call D'Angelo Williams, see if he'll want to be a offensive QC as well. Like, uh, or, uh, Tim Brown? Tim Brown. You got, you got, you got an end with Tim Brown? Bring old Isaac back. Wait, Bring old Isaac Bruce maybe back. Maybe Boge. Yeah. Isaac Bruce, yeah, yeah, Bo back. Jackson will come back. You know, I know John wants some of these uh, Raider great. Yeah, what about Rich Gannon? I think Rich Gannon would be a really good, like, you know, uh, the hell GA. we need Rich Gannon for? Rich Gannon had an MVP year. I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah, look at my guys with he tiger did. ties. So, so, so none, none <laughs> of those guys on the horizon, Coach? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I figured Jason was going to ask for some old Bears players. Like, hey, why don't you bring Dick Buckus back to be the volunteer linebacker coach? <laughs> no, you don't want him. Not at this, not at this, not at this stage. Peanut not at this Tillman. stage, brother. You can bring Peanut Tillman yeah, back. Yeah, he can do it. Teach you the punch out. Yeah, that's yeah, good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's good. Uh, hey, Coach, man, appreciate your time as always, man. Again, Thank the, you, Coach. The, uh, the women's clinic is uh, is on is next Friday. Uh, all the information is on the University of Memphis football website. Coach, appreciate your time as always. Hey, you guys are the best. Y'all have a great weekend. Go Tigers. You too, yes, man. sir. He is Coach Silverfield. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, look, uh, Charlie Garner, Rich Gannon, oh, no, you want Jerry Tigers. Rice. You brought Brady White back. You're bringing former Tigers back. Oh, okay. You know yeah, okay. Let's do that. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Tigers in the NFL experience. You got a Hall of Famer in Riv. Bring bring back Isaac Bruce. Uh, Work with the receivers. Well, yeah, remember, there is a Tiger on the uh, who got drafted by the Raiders this year. Dylan Parham, third round. Oh, that's right. He's probably going to end up starting as a rookie, I would guess. So I'm excited about that. So versatile. Yeah, I, I uh, and I'm very, uh, I'm very pumped. Obviously, we talked about next week. I'm going to be uh, in Vegas. I'm going to get the tour of Allegiant. I'm going to get the whole tour. Oh wow! 
Yeah, man, that's going to be crazy. That's going to be nuts, I man. I can tell by the look on you. Check face. out that UNLV locker room while you're in there. I don't know if they'll have it. Will they have it? It's done. Yeah, I know I get to go to the Raiders one. That's the one I really care about, right? Right. Um, so you get all the behind-the-scenes stuff? Yeah, they take you to the suites. They take you to the uh, you know, the 50-yard line. Uh, there's a bonus room. They, usually they would take you on the field, but because they're doing work on the field, they said, we can't take you there, but we're going to take you to a very exclusive bonus room that nobody gets to see on tours regularly. So, oh uh, man, they got you giddy with that, dude. I can't. I got it's. It's hard to contain, really. It's that a room fun. in there, and Mark Davis is standing in there, mm-hmm. saying, "Come on in here. Let me shake your hand." Now you know. Now how giddy would you be about that? I, I mean, know what you're about to say. We we'll get into that later. Okay, you want to get into it? Yeah, you have yeah, a respect burger saying, that you want no, to No, I don't out? have a respect burger. Well, yet. you should. Let's respect. see how it works out first. No, oh, I, I, okay. I like, I like the move. Come on, man. Again, you guys see how it works out? I, I, I told you yesterday I like the move. You, you hating on that one. Get back to it. Mark Davis in the room. He holds out his hand to you, says, John Martin, I love you. I love your Raiders uh, outfit right there. Come shake my hand. How giddy are you going to be? I mean, come on, man. That'd be like, you know. You're going to say, can I go to the house? Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Because you want to see. Is it built? Is it done? The house oh, yeah, that looks yeah. like a legion? It's oh, done? Yeah, for sure. Maybe that's actually the bonus room. I hope so. I, I, I'm never coming home. You just talking about like Disneyland it would be for you oh, out there with that mess. no question, buddy. So I'm excited. No, I like, I like your new team president. Is it in that her role? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it. We hired the first female president uh, in the history of the NFL. And a well, first black woman team president. Mm-hmm. I think that might the, the specificity there might be uh, important. Her name is Sandra Douglas Morgan. Uh, she is the first black woman to hold that title for an NFL franchise. So, um, yeah, she's made, she's a she's a trailblazer because she was the first person of color to chair the Nevada Gaming Control. I was going to say she's she's a big wig. She's in not the first woman. She's the third, um, but she is the first black, black woman. woman. Yeah. So like again, like. You know, you should you should be a supporter of the Raiders because they are champions of diversity, and they have well, been Mark, that. Well, Mark's trying to be. He's trying to follow his father's was, legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Raiders have always, like, been champions of that, mm-hmm. you know? And they have three Super Bowl victories as well. What's not to love? What's not to love? It's going to be, is that, is that D, do you have enough defense? That's what it's going to be about. We, go. we, we can hope so. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks to Ryan Silverfield for joining us here on the show. His women's clinic. For the University of Memphis football program is next Friday. All the details are up at uh, GoTigersGo.com. All right, we'll come back. We do have the audio from Brian Windhorst on John Morant when he did sort of pass along the news this morning, so we'll get back into that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 90 Turn FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. If you're uh, wanting to put your roots down like 12, then you need to get 
with our friends at the Live Love Memphis Group, the real estate agency. They're the best, right? The 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 housing market is changing. It's evolving. I'm not going to necessarily say it's worsening. It's just changing. And so they can help you through that process. They can navigate you through that process, take care of all the hard work for you, and in the process, still, yes, still, get you the best price for your home. They do it every single day in this market. They can do it for you. Reach out to them. Sold at LoveLoveMemphis.com. You've probably seen, heard other agencies' ads. They'll offer a guarantee to sell your house, but... That type of guarantee is often going to come with some stipulations, a contracted length of listing and a discounted price. Jennifer Carsonson not going to do that to you. It's not what the Live Love Memphis Group does. They don't offer that type of guarantee. Here's why. You shouldn't be locked into a contract term, and you shouldn't be mired with stipulations. What they're going to promise you is that they're going to work relentlessly, tirelessly for you and get the job done. It's what they did for me three and a half years ago. Again, in a much different market, as John said. Jennifer Carsonson knows the pulse. She's got the pulse of the market. That's important when it comes to getting the most for your home. 625-5200 is the number you call, 625-5200. You can email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. So earlier today, we uh, we brought you the news that Brian Windhorse broke. It was just one of those things, like, he just kind of slipped it on in there at the end to get up, you know. I mean, it's not like people are up watching ESPN at that time. It's not something that's, you know, typically... Uh, other than you, just me, I guess. I mean, you are one of one. You in still that don't regard. watch Get Up for real? No, I don't. I don't really consume I, like when, I, I held my hand. I don't really consume t- television like that. I don't. You know, I don't do first take, but Get Up, especially when Greenie's on it. You know, from the news standpoint, and everything else. I try. Well, Get Up but is less debatey, he, right? He's on. It is. It is. He's on. He's off on vacation now. So typically during those weeks, I won't watch as much. Today, right. I was just happened to be at the end of the show. Nearly, they got yep. a segment with Windhorse and. Uh, there he is dropping it at the end of a segment right. where he's talked about Durant and the trade, and maybe that's why it, it felt so buried. Yeah, so um, this is exactly what Brian Windhorst had to say today at the end of Get Up. Had some significant news uh, hit the NBA when John Morant's contract became known to the rest of the league. And in a pleasant surprise for Grizzlies fans, the fifth year of that deal is fully guaranteed, no player option. Now, a player of John Morant's caliber could definitely have asked for and probably gotten a player option in that contract. And that is always a little bit uh, disconcerting in a small market like Memphis. We know that as soon as Donovan Mitchell signed in Utah with that player option, we instantly started to wonder about where he was headed. But John Morant is committed to Memphis for six more years. That's a significant detail that came yesterday. Yeah, so that's, course, a, that's, you know, that's, the, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the rub. From Brian Windhorst there, and he mentioned specifically Donovan Mitchell, who like is going to, we probably believe, going to be on his way out of Utah because they're just going in a totally different direction. Um, but that's the point that we were making, you know, is that it's not even, it doesn't make you a bad, uh, you know, player or a teammate or a citizen if you want that fifth-year option, right? doesn't. It's normal. It's standard protocol. It almost sounded like Brian Windhorst was surprised that he didn't have it in there. He's like, uh, yeah, because he should have what, it in there. That's what the stars are doing yes. these days. So the fifth year is guaranteed. It's a non-option guaranteed year. There is no option in this contract. It is It is. It is completely in the Grizzlies' control. But it's five years? Well, it's a five-year extension. Yeah, it's five years. So you have six years of control. It's yes. a five-year extension. Thank you. I just was trying to make sure I got that right on the on the site and stuff. Yeah, so it's it's Thanks. six years total, five-year extension. Because right. you have one more year before the extension kicks in. Right. Mm-hmm. So, look, does it guarantee that John Moran's going to finish out his career as a Grizzly? No, because as we have seen, Kevin Durant has four yeah, years that's not left what on we're his saying. deal. Right. Um, and, you know, he's 
they're going to eventually find a deal. Now, Windhorst also suggested it's going to take some time. Everybody's calling, sort of saying, okay, you know, you guys are going to have to bring the asking right. price down. Right. But, but see, that's the thing, right? That's the thing about. There's only so many folks that can trade for him, you know, it feels like. So if you're going to wait it out, and I've heard, well, well, why do it now? Why not wait till you know, a month before the season when the Nets are biting their nails saying, wait a minute, are we really going to have to go back into a year where we've got a disgruntled Kevin Durant with us? No, let's go ahead and move him now. So you're, that, that's what I said. If you're, if you're looking to make a deal, you might be more inclined to make it later on when the Nets might be feeling a little bit more pressure, a little bit closer to the gun, right, of the season starting. And maybe, maybe that asking price comes down, makes some sense. Yes. I mean, that's, that's the only path it feels like now for them. But, you know, if, if Kevin Durant an option – you know, or, or fewer years left on his deal or whatever the case may be, you know, he's already out of there. I mean, that's just the truth. Like, they're going to be, you know, he's got an option. They know that, uh, let's just say, let's just stipulate this, right? We're going to change up the the multiverse here, but just give you an example. Let's say Kevin Durant had, you know, two years left on his deal, and, you know, one of those was an option, right? Well, he, he would not be on the Nets anymore. He would have been gone because they know we can't, we're going to lose him anyway. So we have to just take what we can get, right? When you don't have the player option, you don't have to worry about that because you have the, you know, the ball is in your court, right? You've got all the chips. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this is presuming a lot of things go wrong. This is worst-case scenario type stuff, that it just goes so sour and so south, and there's no indication that that would ever be the case. But it does happen in the NBA, and so you can't foreclose that possibility. But – what you what you guarantee it's just it's just protection really i mean if we're getting into the nuts and bolts it's protection for the grizzlies mm-hmm. you know and and job was willing to give them that well a player of his caliber doesn't have to and typically yes. doesn't in this age i know zion just did that's yeah. why it was almost it was almost shocking to see that he did it as well considering his position with that franchise right now what it would tell you is that no i mean cuz cuz what it says on the surface is i trust you I'm going to be here, right? In New Orleans, another small market, but we, we were questioning that relationship just last year, right? With Zion being gone, coming back, hey, is he doing what you've asked of him? All of it, you know, maybe in in being gone last year, some of that that was some of the consolation he give get back because he he can max out at two thirty one two just like Ja Absolutely. didn't play last year. Maybe part of that of, of New Orleans agreeing, hey, we're going to go max for you, yep. right? Is oh, okay, you're going to keep the option out of it. That said. You understand it from a business standpoint. Any agent, John, you would think right now, because in this day and age, it's better when you're a high-level player, right, to get the control sooner, as soon as you can. Get get as much control as you can sooner. So why? You can go back out there and get another bigger contract. So what you're doing is going against the grain, again, of what the Tatums, the Donovan Mitchells, uh, the, the Luka Doncic's, the Trey Youngs have done, giving themselves that opt-out that control, you've said, no, 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 I trust these Grizzlies. And so, again, it goes against the grain of everything that players, again, of his caliber no are doing right now. And, again, like I, – It's I, great news, especially for a small market team that's trying to keep you know that window open as long as possible. Right. And he's going to be the guy in the center of that. This gives you even more time, more, right? Again, you got to get it done. I mean, it, it behooves you to get this thing done in the next five to six years in terms of winning a title round. You want to keep him? For his whole career, that's what you're going to need to get done and certainly be moving toward that. Hopefully you've gotten it done in this window. And, yeah, you, if you're in that Grizzlies front office, you're celebrating this. You're it, celebrating that you don't have to worry about Ja opting out that last year. I, I really do. I think, you know, the parallels between Giannis and Ja are pretty thick. Yeah, Giannis showed loyalty. 
He you did. know. Because I thought at one time his would be a shorter-term deal exactly. where he's looking for more control. So if it blows up, yep. then he can get out. Yep. You know? he, and he ended up in 2020 he signing a five-year, $228 yep. million dollar Supermax extension. So at that time, it was the richest in, in NBA history. We but, celebrated as fellow small market. Hey, happy for you guys locking that in. Well, I yep. really do. I think, I think Giannis, I, 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 Ja has said this publicly, and it may not be true, but I've got to believe that Giannis doing what he's doing in Milwaukee, having won a championship, having shown that you can do it in a small market, right? And Milwaukee's like, that's got to give you, um, you know, peace of mind, right? Giannis is one of the best in the NBA, und- undeniably. He's been in Milwaukee his entire career, and he loves it. And the front office treats him right, and the front office meets the moment when they have to. And they go out and they get Drew Holiday, and they make investments to the point to where now they have salary cap issues, but they go out and they do that, right? They're not being cheap. They're not trying to, you know, like New Orleans has been cheap in the past. Small markets have been cheap. The Grizzlies have been cheap in the past. Well, the championship pushed bucks into the luxury tax, and that's the point. Yes. You've got an, also got an owner in Robert Perra who said he's, Willing and 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 it, it, when the time comes to spend and again in in Milwaukee's case small market winning that championship that pushed them into the luxury tax. Jaws got to feel good too, at least from everything that we've heard from Para and and, and what this ownership said that when that time comes, yep. they will be willing to do it too. Because John, you almost have to, Absolutely. you almost have to to win a title these days. Jason, they must be listening to your show and your comments because the Grizzlies have just released a press release. This is a media release with a John Morant, and here's the headline on it from Ross Wooden and the Grizzlies. John Morant contract extension media availability via Zoom. That Tonight at 7 o'clock, they're going to do a special Zoom with Zach Kleiman, and, uh, and this is the, the topic for conversation. So they must have leaked this to Brian, and then that I assume maybe they were listening to us, but uh, they're going to have a media Zoom on it tonight. Because it's news you would want to trumpet out. And, yep. now, and now it's probably officially official, right? Like it, it becomes official in, in some you know weird you know, layman's term. It's already like, official. It was official last week. Yeah. They did the deal. This, yeah. Sorry, they, 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 they should have put it out earlier locally, and smart to do it now. Could have done it earlier. Yeah. As well, you know, it's kind of curious on a Friday, too, because people are already at the lake. It's, it's, the, it's the very bad news time, usually, not the trumpet, uh, the good news time. Do you think Wendy, Wendy doesn't get that, though, to your point on this question? I think though. they leaked it to Windhorse. I, 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 doesn't Wendy get that from the agent? Don't you think? Um, no, win- I think the Grizzlies give that to him. The, somebody leaks that from the Grizzlies. I mean, we know side. the Grizzlies work with no. Woj. Nah, this is a windhorse gift. He yeah, talked I about mean, the I, NBA saw it. I can't. I, I mean, there's no way to know. I mean, there's no way to know that it was from the Grizzlies or the agent, right? Or they gave it to. Or frankly, I don't Be- know this. They could have. They could have given it to Woj, and Woj gave it to his homeboy who was on today. Well, Woj wouldn't have done that. That ain't the way that relationship operates. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.